0: Welcome to the Social Entrepreneur Podcast. Get engaged, get influenced, get connected. Okay, so today on the Social Entrepreneur Podcast, we have the legend, the main man, the entrepreneur, um, that is Wayne Lineker. How are you doing, Wayne? Thanks for coming on. Good to see you, mate. Good to see you. You good? I'm I'm very well, thank you. Good. So we're just sat in London in a nice hotel. We've managed to blag a nice little spot. Yeah, we're good. Um, And we're just going to really dig in to um, your career and how successful it's been, and you know sure. how you've blown up in the nightclub world. Yeah. So my first question is, and this is what all of mostly the young lads have been asking me, do you think that you've got the best job in the world? Without a doubt,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, there's no one that's a better job than me. I mean, I'm surrounded by 2,000 people every day, Probably twelve hundred other men are in bikinis, uh, <laughs> and uh, and they all want to say hello and they all want a selfie. So yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing job. Yeah, I mean it's uh, you, you couldn't even write it to be honest. It was a, I, have a, I have a wonderful life. Yeah.
0: So uh, so what got you into the nightclub industry? I know that you blew up in like the late eighties, was it? Or yeah. maybe Before well, I, I don't know. I'm mid, going on what was, I've read. It
1: was mid eighties actually. It was like 1986. Um, I used to work on the fruit and veg markets. Yeah. When it was a family business for 75 years, and oh, nice. it passed down from my like, great grandfather to my grandfather to my dad, and then to me. Um, but it came at a time when, it, well, the first few few years, I left school at 14. Mm-hmm. I've got no qualifications whatsoever. I didn't take any. A bit exams. like me. Well, I doubt that. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and no, I I learnt everything I know today. Yeah. Uh, on the markets, and yeah. it was the best education anyone could wish for. You know, to deal with the public, to know what they want, and mm-hmm. to have banter with them, and you know, socialise with them. Um, but it came a point in, in the mid eighties where the big supermarkets started opening um, mm-hmm. and selling fruit and veg, whereas they never did that before. Everyone used to come to the city centre to get the fruit and veg, and uh, and yeah, it just took a massive dip. A massive bit. and um, at that time, my um, my brother was mm-hmm. as probably as Wayne Rooney is now, for yeah. example, or or someone along that lines. You know, it was, was super famous, and um, and we shared the same second name. Yeah. So uh, I always wanted to live abroad, and uh, my wife at the time, uh, the mother of my two oldest children, her parents lived in Tenerife, and we used to visit frequently, and. Um, I thought, you know what, I want to open a bar and I want yeah. to call it the Lineker's. Nice. Right. And the rest is history, yeah. So we found a location and it just went, it went pop straight away, you know, it just went mad. They had to move locations to a bigger one and, you know, this was at a time when Tenerife was probably as Ibiza was today. You know, everyone yeah. used to just go to Tenerife, you know. It was before all the easy
0: jet flights and this, that and the other, yeah. it was just like...
1: So, so yeah. is
0: that where the nightclub scene? When did you believe, like, the nightclub scene started abroad? Was it before that, or...? I would say, um, yeah, early 80s, yeah. Really, it really started to kick
1: off, and that's when I sort of had my eye on it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never really realised what I could do with it. Um, but yeah, I would say then, because I, I was involved in a bar, in a nightclub as well, in Tenerife called Bobby's Bar. Nice. Um, and, and I got very friendly with the owner of that, Joe, and he, uh, and he was busy, you know, and I used to think Jeez, I'd love to do this. Yeah. I used to look up, up to him like uh, he was—he was my king, you know. Yeah. And I thought I want to be like this guy. So, um, and then, um, and then I opened Linicas and yeah, it, it went really well, and yeah, it was fantastic. Great times.
0: Yeah. Was it was that a time when um, more Brits started travelling abroad into into the, these type of holiday destinations? And where did you plot the move mm. next, and why? Yeah. Well. At that time it wasn't, it was, it was,
1: there wasn't, there was Ibikas and yeah. New Yorkers and this, that, but there wasn't a the hundred flights a day mm-hmm. or a week into it by each, you know, Easy Jets and your yeah. Ryanairs and there was none of that, so um, it was mainly people, the Holiday in Tenerife, the young people, that was the place to go at that time. Um, and then there's another island called Gran Canaria, which was a natural progression for me because yep. was an island next door to so Tenerife, the Canary Islands, and um, and we we opened there two years after we opened Tenerife. I opened Tenerife, and then we went to Mallorca. Um, yeah, we expanded. I had about eleven Lineker's bars wow. in about seven or eight years. Yeah. Um, yeah, which all did reasonably well. Um, we had a couple of ones that didn't do so well, but um, that was more location mistakes more than yep. anything else. Yeah.
0: And did you do some in the UK as well? Did I you do you wanna, one in Newcastle. I, I, no,
1: in Blackpool. In Blackpool. In Blackpool, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean that was great. I mean it was more of a nightclub. It was underground. We called it in because obviously, and nice. uh, but it was it was literally Saturday afternoons, Saturday nights, Sunday afternoons. So that was yeah. It, you know, um, so you had three days a week to make your money. And uh, although we were packed every, at those
0: times, it uh, it wasn't really fruitful to be honest. It yeah. lasted a couple of years and we just closed it down. I've always wondered, what's it like when you go into um, somebody else's territory? I mean, have you got people that you've got to appease or that you've got to get permission from to open the nightclubs? How does it work?
1: That's never really been the case, no. you know, people people imagine that that's, that's the case, you no. know, you, you hear about all these stories and, you know, it's, everything's mafia-only. Yeah. I've never come across it in yeah. all my uh, 32 years in the business no. now. I mean little incidents where people try and muscle in on you, yeah. you on the door and the same little mm-hmm. But you know. We built up enough respect for them not to even try, yeah. you know. So it does happen, but it's not as bad as people say.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So what was the main um, form of promotion for you? Was it the brand at the time? Did you, what, what tactics did you used to use back then versus the tactics yeah. that you use in that? Well, it was completely different. Obviously there was no social media. Yeah. There was no mobile phones.
1: There was no nothing like that i mean it was no whatsapp groups no nothing the... nothing it was uh it was literally all word of mouth yeah it was all word of mouth and and to do what we did in such a short <coughs> space of time it was, was pretty phenomenal to yeah uh, but um it, yeah it was it, it, there yeah. wasn't anything we didn't even advertise because you know it was just too much money to advertise um, you know nationally and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. you know it's like. So we just let the people have a great time. And they used to go home and just tell everyone with their mates to go to there and blah, blah, blah. And that's how we built it up,
0: yeah. And I've seen, and we'll talk about Ocean Beach in a little while, but some of the things you do there are so cool, which makes the place yeah. really unique. Did you do anything like that in Linekas at the start? So how did you analyze your competition on no, the island I, and go, I'm going to smash yeah. them this way?
1: I saw, I saw some big mistakes being made by like, yeah. uh, You know, what we, what we did in Linekas, we used to let people have, do whatever they wanted, mm-hmm. you know, uh, within reason. You know, we used to let them dance on the table, on the chairs. Mm-hmm. Used to, you know, so what? What I saw in other businesses, I saw them inviting these people in, getting them drunk, yeah, taking all their money, and then throwing them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they start standing on the chairs and dancing, and they, they want to throw them mm-hmm. out. So I thought that's not right. You know, you know, let's let's, let's let them have a good time. Yeah, and, and we were literally the first business businesses. Uh, well, you could call a fun pub really. Yeah, um, yeah, You know, it was Bedlam in there. It was, it was mental, <laughs> you know, you named it, it went off, you know. But people had such a great time and I was like, see, this is it. You know? Yeah. Don't throw them out, man, because they have a good time, you know? Yeah. You know, obviously, if they Cause get Because that's good, when it creates yeah. the stories. Like, yeah, which and, is and, the, and at that time, the, all the door policies were very aggressive. Yeah. And, you know, so we turned all that around and, and let people have a, an amazing time. Yeah. And it just escalated and everyone just loved it, you know.
0: Can I ask you what's the funniest thing that you've ever seen happen? No, oh, <laughs> On the spot, probably. I don't
1: know. Uh, uh, you I'd can have, think I'd about that, have have that one if you like. There's been, so many. <laughs> There's been so many. I mean, you can imagine, you know. That's, yeah, I mean, just just crazy. I mean, <laughs> we had a guy that used to work for us in Tenerife and all the staff were great. We all had a load of bands with us and um, his name was... His name was Trevor, we called him T-shirt Trev because he sold the T-shirts and yeah. so on and um, he absolutely worshipped me for some reason and, um, and um, he decided to, on his own accord, go out in the afternoon and have a tattoo of Lineker's bar yeah. on, his, <laughs> on his arm and put Wayne, Colin, my manager and Trev um, and, Love all, it. and he walked in the bar and it, 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 it was like all over his, like a semi-sleeve it was and the, the linikers were spelt linkers <laughs> <laughs> so he absolutely got abused to pieces and um, he had to go back the next day and put an E above so yeah how was, many yeah, times do yeah. people get
0: tattoos abroad where they're just getting and them spelt? yeah
1: we get so many <laughs> of uh ocean uh, O beach logo on uh, yeah. on, their, on their ankles and on their legs and on their wrists, we have a lot now, but, um, which is amazing. But, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, that's promotion. Yeah, yeah. that's so, great promotion, yeah. So there's a lot of word of mouth back in the day and you managed to drive yeah. um, business by changing and analysing what the competition were doing and doing it differently.
1: Basically, yeah. And, yeah. and you know, just just easing off of the clientele and just let them do what mm-hmm. they want, you know, and um, it paid off, yeah. Yeah, did you have to do a lot of refits? Yeah. Well, that's the problem. The place got battered after, a year. Yeah. so uh, but yeah, we we refirmed every year, and uh, you
0: know it was uh, crazy times. Yeah. So, um, how do you promote um, the businesses now? Um, well, obviously with social
1: media, it's it's 99% social media. Yeah. You know, we don't advertise anywhere, uh, Ocean or O Beach, for example. You know, we let the clients do all the advertising. for us. you know, we got. 1,500, 2,000 people in every day, all posting a couple of pictures each, Yeah, all saying they're having an amazing time, you know, that just spreads across the UK on a daily basis, you know, yeah. you, I'm sure you see, uh, uh, we're very prominent on, on social media, yeah. we're pretty much everywhere in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it just, it just... The people advertise it for us, which thank you very much. Um, <laughs> keep doing it, uh, but yeah, I mean it's great to have a poster Ocean. You no, know? Exactly. It's, it, it, obviously, it's the place to be in Ibiza now, and uh, which is, which is amazing. But um, yeah, that's it's literally all social.
0: Media. And on on the promotion side of things, so for people that are basically starting out, nightclubs, bars, your businesses, what would you recommend that they do um, to build that hype? So I think there's a few things that you have done at Ocean to. Get people with like picking the orange cups and bits that people attach to. Yeah,
1: you you have to stamp your own identity. Mm. You know, I mean the orange the orange cups, for example, they're they're just infamous now. Yeah, you know, I mean people steal them and is that and we have fun about that and uh, you know if you can get them out of the venue, good luck to you, you know. But um, keep them. Um, <laughs> yeah, you you need to stamp your own identity on something, you know, and uh, and just keep going with it, you know. Just keep going with it and uh, just try and be very creative in your thoughts you know I mean I mean my partner Tony Truman is very heavily designed in the all that side Mm -hmm. of things and um, yeah, he's he's, he's a bit of a genius uh, when it comes to stuff like that
0: yeah Yeah. nice Um, so I want to get into um, more about the nightlife so I think I'm 29 now so when I first um, was allowed in nightclubs officially Um, I didn't used to get them in before that because I looked about 12 when I was 18 so I used to struggle. (laughs) I managed to get into the local pub but that was about it. But when I was 18 there was still um, the liquids, the Oceanas and Peterborough for example used to have a lot of nightclubs and bars and people were wearing shoes, shirts and trousers still. But now, um, you know, all that's disappeared, the majority have shut down and you know, I don't know why. I mean, is it the rise of the festivals and what's your?
1: Yeah, I mean, the festivals have a big part to play. Yeah. You know, especially in the UK, not so much in Ibiza or abroad. You know, but the whole the whole industry's changed. You know, mm-hmm. so it's all everybody wants to go out in the daytime now. You know, I mean, yeah. since Ocean's opened, it's just it's just gone and gone and gone. You know. Yeah. People have just love the daytime venues now, and the same in the UK. guess with the festivals. You know, it's part a certain time yeah. I mean, I've got. A Business Essex House in uh, a bar in, um, in in Essex, and um, you know when the festival's are on, it's it's just really quiet, you mm. know, and it just and that's just a bar. So imagine that the clubs must be suffering. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's changing, you know, especially abroad. You know, it's daytime, daytime, daytime now. Yeah. You know, so all the I mean, I've got Lineker's and all that. They've all took a dip over the pa- past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still they're still great, but. Um, you know, it's like people go out, they, they, they get ready, months in advance, they're buying their clothes ready to go to the yeah. ocean and, or, or whatever beach club they're going to. Or and are they staying in saving yeah, their money for just having a big say, blowout? Yeah. So what happens is, years ago, before the beach clubs, um, people used to meet in the bars. Yeah. They used to meet there and used to, you know, see you in Linnikas or see you in plastic, whatever. Mm. And, um, and they used to meet there and we used to have three or four hours of what we call the early money. You know, mm-hmm. when people are sober, that's, yeah. when they, that's when they spend the money the fastest. Yeah, because um, they want to get they want to get drunk and mm-hmm. they want to get in that zone. And, um, mm-hmm. But the problem is now they're already drunk before they go to the bars. Yeah, um, and, and the bars often miss out because they're, they're so they've such a great time at Ocean or wherever. Then they get they don't go home till like ten and eleven at night. Yeah. So then the bars miss out there, and they'll get some of it changed and go to the clubs. Some will just collapse and go to sleep. Yeah. But yeah, it's changed a
0: lot. So abroad then is it the rise of the beach club? Absolutely, yeah. 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 Daytime yeah. venues,
1: beach beach venues, this, that and yeah. so it's changed a lot. So you're still growing the Lineker's
0: bars chain? Or? Um, yeah,
1: I mean we're not we're not growing them so much now, we're just we're just keeping going with what maintaining we've got. Them, maintaining that. and um, yeah we had we had the best <clears> years <throat> to be honest. We had the best years and they'll never be back in the yeah. bar industry. They'll never be back. But it's a good business especially when the world cup's on and the football yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know people still do come to Lineker's mm-hmm. uh, and I'm a gr- they still dance on the tables and the chairs <laughs> and, and the pole and um, did you yeah. have a good
0: summer this summer with it we had a really good summer yeah
1: year. yeah uh, we we're actually well up on last year um, but yeah it sort of came back a lot this year but it will never get to where it was yeah. 10 years ago
0: never what do you think just going back then on the english night i have seen. Do you think that there's any point do you think if you if you're gonna look into it, because 'cause I'm interested in it yeah. and I've always wanted to yeah. get into the nightclub bar scene, mm. and I don't yeah. really know where to take it. Obviously I've got one business now and I'm moving through them, but I like a little I like the idea of a little wine bar. Yeah. Um but is a night is the nightclub's dead? They're not the dead. Super clubs. They're not
1: dead. The problem is with the with bars and clubs at home, you've got one or two nights a week like I explained. Yeah, yeah. You know. And, it, and it's tough. It's tough, you know, to make to make your money and um, you know. Whereas in Ibiza or mm-hmm. or these busy resorts, you know, you've got every day. Okay, you're shut for five months, but you're shut. You know, you're not got the staff to pay You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but your actual business is daily, non-stop. Yeah, 2000 you know, two thousand a day. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like in in the UK. You just you have literally got to survive. On two nights a week, Friday, Saturday. Fridays, are, Fridays are not not what they used to be. Okay, yeah. either. So yeah, it's tough.
0: And and what 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 do you think backs it now? Is it food? I mean, does the Essex House do food? In the, or not? We do do food. Yeah. yeah. Um, um,
1: I think you have to have food now. Yeah. If you've got a trendy bar, uh, you know you need to you, know, you need to hold them in as long as you can, and, and food tends to do that. Although there's not a lot of profit in food, but um, you know it's get uh, some in to get the drink. Yeah. Keeps them, keeps them in there. Gets them to spend another couple of, buy another couple of drinks. I guess, uh, yeah. Food's quite important in the UK. I mean, we do obviously we do food at Ocean. We're we're turning over, you know, to a thousand pl- plates a day sometimes, wow. and it, it, that's phenomenal. But the food's phenomenal. Yeah. We've got an amazing chef who's been with us since year one. Nice. Um so yeah, we.
0: I saw a picture of you actually this summer in the kitchen room. Oh yeah, the boys, <laughs> yeah, they're great guys. Yeah. Yeah, we've got about, I don't know, it's probably 30, 30 or more there. And, yes. all, and they're all cheering and shouting. <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, it's a good atmosphere, yeah. So can we jump onto Ocean Beach then and talk Absolutely. about it? Because it is a spectacle. O Beach. O Beach now. O Beach. So um, let's talk about them before we go into it. Yeah. Why have you suddenly rebranded it?
1: Yeah, well, we've. you know, uh, it's it's more le- for legal reasons than anything yeah. else, and um, we want to expand the brand now globally. Mm-hmm. And there's so many restrictions on the on the name, and the brand that we've got at the minute. We've been in a legal fight with um, with Marbella, yeah, um, and and we've now agreed uh, to release the word Ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're very happy with it. You know, yeah. we we think it's it's a little bit dated now. Mm-hmm. Uh, to moving forward into into the global, the global market, mm-hmm. which we we're looking at now. You know, your Vegas's, your Miamis. Um, you know, obviously we've secured Dubai. You know, we Security. think Obeach Beach as a as a brand, as a unified brand, yeah, is is, is better. So, long term. I mean, the, the public reaction's been great. You know, that people have been so supportive. You know, because it's not something. It's something we were slightly forced into doing, but after a period of time, we were actually happy with the yeah. with the branding. And, it's been very clever. We were allowed to keep the logo, and um, with the 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 marketing team, we've done some amazing things with the yeah. with the clever things with the logo and the O and
0: yeah. I think that's a um, you know an amazing one for people to listen to because they're going to come across this you know when they're branding yeah. themselves or their businesses, and you know some people could see it as the end of the world because they cling yeah. on to their names yeah. so much. Yeah. If that goes, oh, fuck I've lost everything well, we, we, we now. Like, we were like that. Yeah. Me. You know, okay, that, that good. it
1: was, it was for the first, I mean, it's been going on a long time. Yeah. Um, but towards the end, we were like, do you know what? Let's, let's just, let's just do it. Let's yeah. Just, let's just do our own thing and get our own, get our own, uh, um, identity out there. And, and, yeah, and I think in two or three years time when we've got four or five open.
0: Yeah. it's, it's we're going to look back and go, we made the right decision. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're going somewhere like um, um, Las Vegas, where you're yeah. not next, you're going to be next to the ocean, but it's still yeah. a beach club, but yeah. it's in the yeah, desert. I guess, yeah, yeah, so yeah, you're branding yeah. it like yeah. that. It's still, I never thought of that. To yeah, much, but yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So yeah. good. All right. So let's go. Uh, what made you start Ocean Beach? Uh, what What was the thought process behind it? How did it happen? Um, it, you mm. know, it's an amazing place yeah. in a crazy venue. And
1: yeah, I mean. When was it, uh, it's about eight or nine years ago I sat in a pool in with Tony Truman and um, it was busy, it was like a little daytime menu thing and, yeah. uh, and Tony's, Tony's gone to me, we need to do one of these, because he's my partner in Lineker's as well, mm-hmm. um, so at that time Lineker's was booming, like, yep. incredible, um, and we were just chatting and we thought do you know what? We should, we should do one of these in Ibiza, we should do a beach club in Ibiza and... Uh, and then we just chatting. we had a few drinks and we were throwing ideas around. And, um, yeah, and the next a month or so later, Tony called me, he said, Wayne, I found a venue. I've been after it for years actually, because it, it's a restaurant, um, On right on the beach, San Antonio. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, he said, meet me there, meet me there. So I went said, oh, I'll be there in 20 minutes. So um, I went down <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. But it was one restaurant. That uh, used to do weddings and stuff like yeah. that. The Spanish family had it that were, were basically at the end of their at, at the end of their years, and yeah. you know they weren't really
0: doing anything with it. And um, so the perimeters were all the same, and then you just changed everything well, there inside. Was,
1: there was two restaurants. Uh, we we which actually acquired this one, and then we thought, do you know, what? it's not quite big enough? It's not quite big. There's a restaurant next door, and we found out the same family owned that. Nice. So then we we done a deal on that as well. Not the whole lot down, and it was huge. It was vast. You know, how the hell are we going to fill this you know now it's not big enough but um but yeah it was uh and that's how it all started really and then obviously um my son Dwayne, is my partner tony and, and and myself we we went to the designers and I threw ideas around and we, we took ideas from vegas we took ideas from various places you know and uh and we created a concept which has been a phenomenal success.
0: You know. So who runs it then, is it like day-to-days? Well, we have, um, I guess
1: Tony, Tony runs the event side of everything, yeah. the marketing side with Gemma, um, who, who's worked for us for, since we opened, yeah. she's, she's amazing. She used to work for Head Candy, um, years back, back in the day. Um, and my son, Dwayne does all the back of house nice. and he's a partner too, she's as I said. Good. Um, you know, so, and then I take all the credit. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and I mean, you're out yeah, there. Yeah, with yeah, a... yeah, so, but no, it's a it, it is a team. It's a, it's nice. a team thing. You know, I'm my, my, I'm very heavy on social media, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that's more my side of things and socialising yeah. and saying hello to everyone and networking, yeah, networking and it's yeah, amazing. yeah. But it, which is a nice thing to do. So
0: yeah, um, what's the most unique thing about the venue? Do you think?
1: I think our production, uh, you know, the we, we've got our own crane that comes in and yeah. five, six, seven, eight times a day bringing different acts and trapeze acts and pianos yeah. and you name <laughs> it, it comes in on the crane, you know. Um, it's amazing some of the it, stuff it, you've got going on. Yeah, we, we, we've gone really heavy on that yeah. last year and we're going to go even more heavy and we're going to introduce that into Dubai as well, obviously, And um, yeah, yeah. but people love it, you know, the crane comes in and there's all sorts of things going on and it's like confetti cannons going off everywhere and it's just going mad you know people are just filming away and yeah. you know that it, it does take them back you know they're like wow this is this is insane um but everyone's having a great time and it's a happy place and you know it's it's just it's just amazing yeah. what well,
0: i think about it then, who is the um who is the most famous person that you've had through the doors uh, I know you've like, you seen... Con- you Conor Con- McGregor. Connor <laughs> McGregor.
1: But it came through a, like a week after his <laughs> Yeah,
0: part. I know. I was looking for and your pictures was, the other it,
1: day. And... It was insane. I've never seen anything like it. It was like a circus. It was like, you know, we were absolutely full. And his management were phoning me saying, Wayne, we need a table for Connor." Yeah. We had to pay someone and give him loads of vodka to move off there yeah. so we could get, get him there. and um, And he walked through the venue. I've never seen anything like it. The whole venue was just screaming and cheering and, like...
0: Because it was a week yeah. after the Mayweather yeah, it fight. It was perfect. It still had like I mean, like a black yeah. eye. <laughs> black
1: eye. <laughs> you couldn't have written it, you know. I was like, Jesus, this man. But, yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay, cool. Um, so, I know, also, who was the other one that I saw that I was buzzing, that you had three dumbbells area. Dan, Damn, yeah. <laughs> disappointing. Was he? So what? disappointing.
1: I thought he was going to party like a rock star. He just sat there all day and, like... Didn't do a lot, and like <laughs> I was like, oh, so disappointed. Um, I mean, he was okay, he was nice enough, but um, he, he's not, he wasn't. You he was gonna go, I what? thought this, this, <laughs> this
0: guy's gonna spend dough, yeah? Uh,
1: but he didn't know, he, uh, he had a free bottle, I think. But that was about it. Um, what
0: about um, what about um, like female stars? Female do you have any stars? like um, yeah. female pop stars? Uh, yeah, we,
1: the little mixed girls nice. come in quite a lot, uh, they're really nice, Jade, and um. And that, yeah, and and Liam, yeah, they, they've they been a few times, they're good girls. Uh, yeah, we have we have so many celebrities yeah. and stars in there now. It's like, we've
0: had Victoria's Secret models in there. And nice. Yeah, it's, a, it's, like, <laughs> <that's> its perks. <laughs> so is that another big part of promotion then? So celebrity endorsement, I think a lot of the products, are, I don't know if you've seen that High Smile thing, mm. that the guys yeah. that started in Australia... And then it's that thing that you put in the mouth, and it's like got the little light on it. You've seen that, and everyone's biting on it. It's a little round thing. You see Conor McGregor um, with it a lot. Yeah, Yeah. anyway, there's these two dudes in Australia, and they started it. High Smart, it's a little UV light that goes on your teeth, and you bite it. And anyway, what they did was they used the influencer networker market to. Basically drive the brand globally, yeah. but they pick sort of stars, early doors, and, yeah. and bits and bobs, and got them to promote
1: yeah, we, it. We've we've never gone down that route. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we look after people that couldn't like, yeah. you know, like Ed Sheeran, for example. You know, we'd invite Ed, mm-hmm. and well, he'd, he'd, he'd ask if it's okay to come or his management, board yeah. and then we sort of bed out for mm-hmm. him, sort of bottle out for him, obviously, and uh, yeah. you know, so we don't we don't go down the paid route. We don't yeah. we don't pay people to you know, I mean it's celebrities want to be at Ocean Beach, yeah. uh, at O Beach, and it's an honour that they do, um, but I don't, think, I don't think they want us to go, you know, well, we'll pay you, but you've got to do this, you've got to do that, yeah. you know, we, we just let them do their own thing. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. They, if, they, if they do a post for us, great. If they don't, know, I'll slip in for a quick selfie for sure, <laughs> get it
0: on my Instagram and uh, get some likes. But, um, I think it's incredible, I'm not going to lie, yeah. that you've managed to create a place where um, people want to, um, you know, so celebrities just want to yeah. come, yeah. you know, that's yeah. awesome. Like, there yeah, ain't many places no, that can pull not, that off, no, no. you know, where it's the place yeah. to be yeah. seen, not just as a general public because yeah. you want to be there, yeah. but for all of the others to come yeah. and hats off. Yeah,
1: I mean, people like Jack Whitehall and, you know, all these Major celebrities, footballers, and all all the football, the England team come. As soon as they get knocked out of the World Cup, they're there. Yeah, you know. um, I mean, Harry Maguire was was a was a big one this year. Everyone loves him. Wow. So he came in, and uh, yeah, it was. It is. It is amazing that they want to come, but to be honest, I don't blame them. Good. There's no
0: better place to be than Ocean or yeah. Obeach, I keep saying it. I'm not going to cut it off at five minutes, so don't worry, it's, it's cool. Um, so um, let's talk about Dubai then. Mm-hmm. So you go in there next. And, yes. what, and how long have you been planning that for? How long does it take? Six years.
1: Six years. We've been looking for a venue for six yeah. years. It's been so difficult. Um,
0: See, this is how long what? it takes. her. people mm. don't realise. Yeah. Like you know, you, yeah. I saw the other day that you'd posted when you launched. You're like, wow, they're going to buy. and in my mind, you know, I'm guilty yeah. of it as well. Thinking, wow, they've just launched in Dubai, but mm. they don't think you've been in the that's been in the p- pipeline for six years has, to pull yeah. something off like that. We have.
1: Searched and searched for venues, and it's been like constant, you know. And, and last year we 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 found the venue that we that we wanted, and um, yeah, it's very exciting. It's on the trunk of the palm. I, nice. won't say, I won't say any more than that but it's in prime location and yeah. it's going to be special yeah it's nice. a great, it's a great venue,
0: <laughs> and, and that's got to be the place where beach clubs are all about i mean i come i went there for the first time in march yeah. and i was staying on the palm and i went mm-hmm. to a few different ones but it's all like bang on it's all daytime I'm yeah like. there's
1: a there's a lot of daytime venues yeah. there. i mean we're actually we're, we're all of us all the partners myself tony duane and maxi and johnny are flying out there on Sunday. Yeah, we're actually having our AGM out there in mm. nice sunshine. So <laughs> obviously we're going to we're going to look at the venue and walk around it. And yeah, it's very exciting the uh, next week. But yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of successful beach clubs out there. Mm. Um, but there's definitely room for an ocean. Yeah. We, we
0: are going to make some noise for sure. Yeah, I think it's incredible. A lot you see you see a lot more people um, from the UK yeah. and, and all over the places going like, to like Dubai yeah. more and more and more and more. And actually, you know, for me, what I saw out there and what um, there's still a lot of scepticism about it being very strict, not allowed to drink, lockdown, um yes. I didn't see any of that. No, nah, there's none of that. Um, no, there's none of that. I mean Every now and again I guess they're going to pop
1: up with um yeah. some, some, they might decide they're not going to drink for the next two weeks or something like that or they might say there's no bikinis yeah. or, you know you never know but um I think it's uh, it's calmed down a lot you mm. know from it's living on its reputation from years ago it brings yeah. too much trade I mean yeah. I, I mean, they're, not, they're not they're not daft yeah. yeah people people are coming to Dubai to have a good time go yeah. to the clubs because they're all amazing the yeah. restaurants are amazing the beach clubs are amazing you know I mean, why block all that? Because that's that's their bread and butter at the end yeah. of the day. You know, there's so many, not just British tourists. You know, Italians, French, Spanish, they're, they're flocking to Dubai, and they're flocking there because they want to have a good time. You know, they don't want to go into a venue that's got really low music and you're not allowed to wear a bikini or you're not allowed to put your arm yeah. around someone. Or you know, I think that's that's just um, not really the way it is anymore.
0: Yeah, money and luxury go yeah. hand in hand. with yeah. wanting yeah. to um, yeah. have a good time, yeah. right? Absolutely. so when is that going to be launching
1: we expect to open in september 2019.
0: nice um, so that's my 30th birthday actually What a place. september slash the 12th i am coming
1: <laughs> absolutely yeah so, so it'll just fall in nicely for when I'll be the closes at the end of september awesome um, see smart so, smart
0: move yeah. you're taking it when so the summer it looks, season looks dark.
1: like it's um, Summer's in the ether for me and winter's in Dubai.
0: Wow. Happy days. He has definitely got the best <laughs> job in the world yeah, now. So, yeah. so. is that going to run 365 days a year then there? Or does it have peak yeah. peak times in Dubai I also? It, I
1: think it goes very quiet July, August because of yeah. the heat. You know, yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll be looking at that. Um, but it'll certainly run for 10 months here.
0: Nice. Okay, awesome. Right and so we'll wrap up shortly. Just want to get a little bit, a um, few things about yourself. Yes. Number one is what do you do when you're not working? Um well to to be honest i'm i'm continually on my
1: phone all day yeah either i'm just it's just very active my phone for whatsapp and instagram you know but i enjoy it you know and i i'm very much into my gym so probably just working with my phone and going to the gym twice a day i go to the gym um i eat really healthy i'm the i'm the type of guy that's 100 percent or nothing so you know I'm, I'm I'm nothing in the summer in, in Ibiza with my health and my my fitness regime, but I'm 100% in the winter and, and I enjoy it. It's like it becomes like a hobby to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I was up, I was doing cardio at half six this morning. Nice. Um, then I'll yeah, go back. you're home. always on at early yeah. doors. Then I'll go have my breakfast. Then I'll go back and do my weights, and uh, nice. that's that's pretty much seven days a week for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I just chill out and, and I don't go out, I don't go to clubs and stuff like that in, in the winter. Yeah. I, just, I just focus on my health and, um,
0: yeah. So it looks like you're always partying, but aren't you partying, drinking when you're out working? Are you always drinking? Does it become a lifestyle that you can sustain? Or is it just you going there off the buzz of it now? Yeah,
1: I mean, it's, it's very difficult yeah. to walk into the ocean with all them people there. <laughs> the adrenaline's pumping every day, yeah. you know. Mm, shall I have one? <laughs> shall I not? Generally, I have one, yeah. which turns to two, and you know, you, uh, you know, that's that's my character. You know, I'm. Yeah. I'm. Uh. I've always loved a party. Yeah. You know, we're pretty good at them. So. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I do enjoy having a drink. Of course, I do. Um. But I'm not as bad as I used to be. You know. Yeah. When I, when Ocean first opened. Um, I actually had a hundred hangovers in a hundred days. <laughs> no, that's gospel truth. I did. I'd, I'd never got in in a hundred days. Why it was still dark?
0: While, that's while, Until amazing. it was light.
1: Yeah. Every single day for a hundred days, I got in. It was daylight. I went. I went to bed. I woke up at, at two o'clock in the afternoon, feeling like death. Straight to ocean. <laughs> a rebel, back on it. Back in the game,
0: <laughs> and that continued for the whole for a hundred days. Yeah. So I mean, that brings me on to something that I thought was absolutely hilarious and probably the best banter I've ever seen, and that's that tweet that you put out. Oh, the um, yeah, during oh, it's, the Olympics. It's you couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of them. I mean, it's
1: quite famous that tweet now. But it, when when I actually wrote that tweet, I was I was wasted, <laughs> and um, and I had I did lose my flip flop. Uh, but I just wrote. I thought, oh, my, Gary's doing the Olympic ceremony, and you know the pinnacle of his career. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, and I'm here wanked in R B. Lost my flip-flops. Where did it all go wrong, Gary? But it was, yeah, it was just, it was just one of It had thousands and, tweet, and thousands yeah. and thousands yeah. of retweets. Insane, yeah. I mean, it got like, because I didn't have a massive following at the time. I thought 40,000. Yeah. But it got like 71,000 retweets. <laughs> it just went mad. But as uh, soon as I wrote this tweet, I ran up to Sammy Truman, my partner, and go, i went, Tony, I've just wrote the best tweet in history.
0: <laughs> and I actually
1: invited him. So, yeah,
0: amazing. Love it. All right, so then what, what, after everything that you've been doing and you're still driven to, um, in your career and building your brand and nightclubs and so on and so forth, what motivates you? I just
1: love, I just love being busy. I, yeah. love, I love my mind being occupied. I love, you know, there's a few new ventures I'm going into mm. at the moment, um, you know that's keeping me busy through the winter um you know I don't physically work at ocean you know yeah. I don't I, you know that's all done by by my son bless yeah. um um but like I said I physically work I do work obviously I go there and people want to see yeah. me and they took of me and you know I I guess you can call that work mm-hmm. in some capacity but uh but you know actually doing the accounts and this and that you know, yeah. that's not what I do uh, anymore and uh so I do like to keep my brain occupied, and I'm really enjoying my new ventures at the minute and um, getting my head stuck into them. Um, but yeah, Ocean uh, O Beach will always have my heart, and
0: that's where, I'll, you know, that's that's the thing I'm passionate about, and I yeah. love, and uh, long may it continue. Nice. And then finally, like we ask everybody, is what does a social entrepreneur mean to you? A social entrepreneur. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I've just stuck the word "social" in front of it because it's called the podcast. But maybe what's an entrepreneur mean to you? Yeah,
1: I mean, you you've got to have you've got to have passion. You've got to have vision. You, if you're going into something, you have to love what you're going into do, You know, you have to enjoy it. You know, if you're going into something that you're not really passionate about, it's never going to work. You know, um, you know, yeah. Just just vision. Be creative. Be unique. You know. Think outside the box, uh, yeah and, uh, and, and let it happen, visualize as well, visualize what you 're doing you know I mean see that, see that end product, see you know you know I mean literally when I opened Linicus, I actually visualized the the premises I bought mm-hmm. there was three round windows in this venue, and, um, and this was three months before I went, and I had a flash I could take to the very place in the market where, where it happened. I had this image come into my head I saw this. Bar with three portholes, pictures all around the room, all the room, busy, loads of people in there, on the mic and stuff like that, and just I just saw everything. And uh, I, I got to Tenerife and I, um, and it was two months, couldn't find anything. I was like, mm. geez, I've given everything up and I want to go home and mm. I've made a mistake. And then I got a phone call from this guy called Bill, state agent, and he said, Wayne, I've found a venue for you. I said, oh, great. And so I went down there and saw it. I got out of the car, three rounds. Yeah. Three round windows, amazing, man. That's, it was, and it was this very thing I saw in my vision. Yeah. So yeah, you got to visualize. You got to, you got to imagine.
0: I mean, I, I live and breathe what you've just yeah. said. Yes, Every, everything is laws yeah. of attraction. Yeah. I see. Yeah everything, yeah. I close my eyes yeah. and I can feel it, touch yeah, it, you have to see that. it, yeah, yeah, people yeah. think that's bullshit yeah. though, like, yeah. and it doesn't, you know, from what you've just said there, I can see there. everybody now in, in Dubai, yeah. I can see everyone
1: having a good time, I can see them walking through the door, I love see all that, I can love see it all, that. yeah. I I it. See
0: it all. And, and that's what you've got to do, yeah. and, and I say that everybody that talks about this, and actually promotes it, and there are so mm. many successful people do, yeah. and so many of the naysayers mm. that aren't doing Ah oh, cool. If yeah. you're going to listen to somebody, listen to the yeah. people that are saying you need to visualize laws of attraction works cuz they're the ones that have yeah. done it. Yeah. I have um,
1: experienced it with the most amazing moment of my life, you know. And it, and it and it came true. Everything I saw in that image came true. Man
0: you know what that's an amazing yeah, way to yeah, end Wayne yeah. thank you very much cheers mate it's been an absolute pleasure absolute pleasure, pleasure to you know, man thank you. and then finally you can find Wayne on all social media at Wayne Lineker right absolutely and that's where all the updates are going to be coming about yeah, Oak sure. Beach Ibiza but most importantly the next one um, Dubai yeah. and everything else that goes with it Thank you very much. You're welcome, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Social Entrepreneur Podcast. Please continue to download, share with your friends, but most importantly, let me give something back. Come on over and join our international Facebook community. It's called the JV Social Entrepreneur Community. Find it and join it. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five star review and follow my social media for updates and insights that's at mr joseph valente twitter facebook instagram and linkedin get engaged get influenced get connected